0: so season 2021 20, 22 is fast turning into the most swindany of seasons in my certainly my history following our football club um after the uh, the ups and downs of yesterday you can probably tell from my voice um i thought what better way to um celebrate our um sudden emergence as playoff contenders than by asking the wonderful Steve Hooper to come on board tonight once again and and take us under the hood of the current Swindon Town Squad, arguably one of the most Swindon-y Swindon Town Squads that I can remember um, We've had unbelievable um, comebacks in terms of um, rogue left-backs that are turning into accomplished centre midfielders We've got loan, loan signings that Started the season, firing us to the top of the, se- at the top of the table, and then disappearing, only to be replaced by incredible loan signings, who uh, we've then lost through a combination of injury, illness, suspension, all kinds of craziness. Only a week ago, we were staring down the barrel of another season in League Two, and yet here we find ourselves. Um, staring down the barrel of potentially an incredible playoff campaign. How does it happen? It can only happen at Swindon Town Football Club. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler. Ty, how are you? And how's the voice?
1: Oh, I'm not too bad. You sound quite rough.
0: (coughs) Mate, i tell you what, my... um, Yeah, it's fair to say I was in full voice in the town end last night. Um, As it seemed, was uh, the entirety of the ground. That was some atmosphere, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it it was very very good. I mean, I, I I've I've spoke about that atmosphere on, on the Low Strangers earlier today, so uh, I was very impressed. Uh, up there with uh, Sheffield United in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I made a point to my um my family that were in attendance with me that it had it was certainly comparable to Man City, but where Man City had this sort of air of um, exhibition match about it um last night, there was obviously a huge amount riding on the game, and I think the thing that excited me the most was that Harry had called us all out told us to all to all bring our uh r a game and um the fans didn't let him down, did they It was absolutely magnificent
1: no it, it it was brilliant i mean city felt more like a bit bit of a carnival bit of a festival whereas whereas that that was like cup final
0: yesterday so
1: yeah proper game we've got we've got a few more cup finals to go before before hopefully a trip to Wembley
0: yes we certainly have we certainly have and and we're going to come on to that tie because obviously we'll preview the barrow game uh, after this hopefully we can convince steve to stick around to give us his um as much as he can of an insider input but um yeah, delighted to say that we've been drowned with some very, very bizarre questions from the Swindon Town fan base. Um, the things that people really want to know about our squad. So um, at this point, I'll bring Steve on board. How are you, Hoops?
2: Yeah, good Yourself?
0: Well, mate, listen to the voice.
2: Yeah, right. What <laughs> happened to you? Um, you
0: mate, know what that is?
2: Got Go for it because it's been a bit quiet,
0: hasn't it? Oh, oh, you bitch! <laughs> you, you big bitch! <laughs> I, don't know, don't know to, I don't know what to say to you. No, <laughs> Steve, it, Steve, it's his old age. That's oh, it man, uh, listen, to you. listen to you. I was absolutely roaring last night, boys. I, I'm Fair not played I'm, you. I'm not I'm not gonna and I'll tell you what, Steve. Matt Edwards' video um obviously tinged with sadness because of the um the loss of little five year old Link this week. Yeah. Um but um, the the one the one thing a sort link aside that I took from that video was what it must have sounded like on the pitch, and I think the thing that there was there was a lot of debate in the build up to the game uh, last night about just how much the racket the fans make actually means and drives on the players. Well, I tell you what, if ever you wanted something that kind of captured it, it was that piece of video. It was sensational.
2: Yeah, agreed. Match really good. To be fair, he's done a lot this year. Um. Yeah, no, he's, he's exceptional at what he does, isn't
0: he? Well, how, how did it compare for, for you, Steve, being obviously you, yourself and Jonah, are um privileged to be in that position where the ground's kind of ramping up before kickoff, and, you know, the team start finding their singing voice. And then, obviously, you come out with the boys um, as they emerge into what, obviously, last night must have been an absolute cacophony of noise. I mean, how does that rate in terms of um, atmospheres you've experienced?
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it was... I mean obviously there was a lot of people come in really late last night. So when we were doing the warm up it wasn't as busy as it could have been. But then when we've come back out after the boys have gone in and we come back out, it was Yeah, it was incredible. Like we were sat there going, you know, wow. Imagine if it had been like this all year, where could we be? Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> but, uh... right.
0: And and that, and that's the thing. I mean, that's the one thing that I sort of considered going back down the M four last night was you know, blimey, if, if that—I mean, because you really did see it in their performance. I mean, every single one of those boys were up for it, weren't they? And um, I mean, they, it, it would be it would be wrong of me to say that it it wasn't like we were playing with ten men um, after Ellis got the red um, because of the work rate they were all putting in. But I mean, they literally all the boys stepped up, didn't they? I mean, there wasn't a blade of grass that I think Payne didn't cover. Um, likewise johnny as well i thought you know johnny was bombing about really really covered every blade as well i mean josh josh Davison must be absolutely exhausted um but oh, mate, i mate, yeah genuinely I was um, I, think, I was I think what, by that
2: i think what it shows as well is we know we're one of if not the best footballing team in the league but it also shows that we can win a fight we can win a battle You know, and that was something that maybe, you know, fans had a question mark over when things get tough. Like, you know, how is the group? And they showed last night that there is no worries that if there's a battle, if you're down to 10 men, if his back's against the wall, then they've got what it takes to pull through.
0: Yeah, for real. And I'll tell you what, I mean, what really stuck out for me last night, I've been a um, a big critic of our ability to defend set-pieces and corners from out, like, set-pieces from out wide and corners. And, um, I mean, I don't know how you felt, Ty, but, um, I mean, it, it just seemed like every time, I, my confidence grew every time a ball went in the box, you saw a Swinning Town head on the end of it. Um, and, it, <laughs> it again, similar to you were saying about if the crowd had been there all season, I mean, similar questions, I was like, well, you know what 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 is it about last night that suddenly made us defensive superhumans in that respect you know compared to the you know the earlier in the season but um, hey let's let's not worry about those questions we we can save those for a, for another time um, the fact is we we've, we've rolled them over and we've only got to have done the double over the team at the top in the league so your point about us being the best footballing team in the division i mean yeah very much proven last night um so, ty what what did you um what was your takeaway in terms of forest green um that i mean I, for my money i thought they moved the ball around well they had loads of pace and power and whatnot what what did you think of of, F, of fgr apart from the fact that they they none of them eat a steak
1: they're just I, I, i'm impressed that they they were at 1 point 18 points clear or whatever it was because both times we've played them this year i've i've just really not been impressed with them yeah, like Cadden and Wilson, that there are two players, but the rest of it is a bit like to me. It's a bit, how are you there? Yeah, it probably helps that they didn't have Stevens last night, and obviously for some odd reason they ended up taking Matt off, which baffled me. But I, you know, I'm I'm shocked that they're as high as they are.
0: going Yeah, what we've seen. Uh, young Mr. Godwin Maliff did, uh, did did his absolute utmost to endear himself to the uh, to the County Ground faithful as well, didn't he? I mean, I've I've seen some bizarre um, sort of behaviour when there's been scuffles on the pitch, but I mean, when I watched the replay, I, I just couldn't believe his antics. And um, you know, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, equally, I mean, you know, Johnny Williams, generally regarded in football as being one of footballing football's nice guys you know I, I, I can't imagine what was said to johnny williams to make him go off the way he did could have been um, particularly sportsmanlike but um it, it didn't seem to affect his performance though. i mean with all the booing um you know the guy actually turned in a performance didn't he as well um oh, yeah it was oh, it was an absolute joy watching like, watching us um, pick them apart and to to what was it i said to i i, I did i said to you at half time didn't i that i called it comfortable 3-0 and um, at 2-0 up, I said we'd go in 2-0 up and then we'd pick a late one off. And at, at half-time, I thought, I thought we were on the cards for that. And then, obviously, the sending sending off happened. It kind of changed the game as a spectacle, didn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think that Godwin, Godwin Malice, Malice, Malice whatever it is, I, I don't think he had a great game. I mean, he, he's he's sort of it's down his side that, that most goals have come, so... But swings and roundabouts, we got three points. They didn't. Still alive. Keep yeah.
0: That was it? obviously, Steve, silly question. What was the mood like in the camp after the game?
2: Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, I mean, what was a really nice touch was after the game, uh, the club got Link's parents to come down to the changing room oh, and God. got to be with all the lads. And the shirt that Dion signed up, we got all the lads to sign it um, no. to give to the parents and that. You know, and that was quite a touching moment. Yeah. The... Um, which kind of changed the mood, obviously. Um, but no, obviously everyone's buzzing. Like, you know, we got the momentum,
0: you know, and after those
2: couple of wins, who knows?
0: Mm. I mean, uh, I, I, I thought the, the fifth minute applause for Link really was something, wasn't it? The entire ground, everyone standing up as well. That was noticeable.
2: Yeah. No, it was. it was really nice. I mean, obviously we had him... With us at Oldham earlier on in the season, yeah, you know, and Dion took him out onto the pitch and he was in the change room that day, and it, it's just such a sad story. Isn't it? Mm. But um, yeah, no, I'm glad that like, you know, his parents felt that they could come to the game and that you know the club dealt with it in such a good way. Yeah, um, no, it was it was really nice. Like, obviously not nice, but you know, like the way that it was dealt with, and you know, you just felt so much for the parents. I've got yeah. five year old myself. And yeah. you just you can't even put it into words. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, you you can't comprehend it, mate. The, the, no. You know the, the loss of it, loss of, loss of a child is not something that I, I think any of us would want to comprehend. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not a massively religious individual, but the one thing that I've always said is that midweek games under the uh, floodlights at the county ground is a very, very, very special feeling, and um, there's a little part of me that likes to think that. Um, you know fans fans that have followed the club in the past and no lot sadly no longer with us um when you when you've got the um when you've got the beam of those lights coming out the uh, coming out of the darkness illuminating that football pitch there's wow. a little bit of magic I like to think there's a little bit of their heart up in those lights but um yeah it was, obviously we wish we wish Link, uh, links family all the best these very very difficult times um and yeah just over the moon that the club showed such a such a classy tribute um, immaculately, imm- immaculately, I'll say immaculately observed. It wasn't a minute silence, was it? But it was just the fact that the entire ground seemed to stand up in unison and clap. Absolutely phenomenal. And the fact is, Steve, I mean, I know I know that we ask for people to do that in the fifth minute, but it, just the spontaneity of that as well was absolutely astounding. And I'll tell you what else, um, you know, the fact that the actual, all the players on the pitch appeared to stop and applaud as well, which I thought was a bit special. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I don't think I've seen a, a, a collective tribute um, observed quite like that at a counter ground before. So, <clears throat> yeah, hats off to everybody. But, um, right, Steve, we're, we're going to put you on the rack tonight, mate. How are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, to today, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Glad a day off
0: today. All right. I'm, I'm, for, for once, I'm going to try and do as little talking as possible. And uh, Tyler and I are basically going to alternate for a bunch of questions that we've been sent, Steve. And... Um, if you don't want to go there, you just say, oh, I don't want to go there. But equally, I don't think there's anything that's going to put you in anyone's bad books, he says.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen the first question. <laughs>
0: yeah, indeed. Indeed, Tyler. The first question which you're going to ask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, Steve, go who, who out of the current current cropper lads would you say has the most questionable hygiene? <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. I don't know. That's a tough one, that. Um, oh, I don't know. That's difficult. I could give you the best hygiene and the best routine.
0: Oh, well, go on, man.
2: That's Harry McCurdy, obviously. Interesting. suppose about 30 minutes in front of the mirror, putting all sorts <laughs> of stuff in his hair. No. <laughs> Crazy, but no, I don't know, really. Um They're all pretty clean. <laughs> they're all, they're all clean.
0: Who, do, yeah. who do you think? Ty, who do you think then? Let's take the pressure off Steve. Who would you put in that category? And don't you dare not give me a suggestion.
1: Oh, I've, I've got my answer locked and loaded, mate. I've seen oh, them eat chips off the floor at McDonald's.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It's Minnow, 100%. <laughs> oh,
0: 100%.
1: <laughs>
0: no, but listen. I'm going to step in at Minnow's defence here and say I will guarantee you that there was the uh, the three second rule was in play. Surely?
1: Oh, definitely, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But yeah, well, that's
0: that's allowed, mate. No, I'm not being no, still it. <laughs> a bit dodgy, sir. <laughs> Steve, I hope you're taking notes.
2: Yeah, go on. I, I, I'll look out for it. I'll try and right. figure out.
0: Yeah, oh, let's let's move on quickly from hygiene. In <laughs> fact, I'm, I'm sure we're going to come back to it. But Steve, so obviously after training, the the boys tend to come back and or they'll grab a bite to eat. And indeed, they're given food after games. And yeah. indeed, they might grab a bit of breakfast. Who is the greediest at the lunch bar?
2: Oh God! Can it be staff as well, or are we just saying players? Well,
0: I, I think that's up to you to interpret. I would personally, I'd like to know both. Now you've said that.
2: Okay. Well, staff, Mildy he's a yeah, big they, lad, needs it. All over it, yeah. If there's ever any cake, there's some hidden somewhere on top of a fridge or in the microwave or God knows where, and then he just comes back and finds it.
0: Mildy can um, sniff it out, but he's a svelte man. He's a yeah, no, svelte no, man. No, he hides it. He <laughs> hides it
2: and then goes and has some and then comes back for seconds. <laughs> um, oh, player-wise, see, that this season has been completely different to anything we've had before. So they have got set amounts of food that they're allowed to eat based on their size and body weight and all the rest of it. So they can't really be greedy. Um, um, or not not within the club, anyway. And I don't really see them when they're off at Nando's or whatever. But, who, um, do you,
0: who, do you, who do you suspect, Steve? Who, who do I you suspect? Because I'll tell you what, you've, you've, just, you've just said something very interesting there, Steve. Because some of the boys, when they've clearly got like a long weekend off or you know a long break between games, and they're, and they're on Instagram and they when they when they go to Nando's, like yeah. they go they go hard, don't they? They go big.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with. Who should I go with? I'm going to go with Reedy. I think.
0: Reedy. Oh.
2: Greedy yeah. Reedy.
0: Yeah, I reckon Reedy. Really. Greedy Reedy. Well, yeah. that makes you listening. Yeah.
2: Is he in there?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah i reckon really
0: yeah right so we, we had a conversation with Fabrizio. i think this is what's inspired this listener's question we had a we had a Fabrizio picoretta on earlier in the uh earlier in the week and we were talking to him about pizza toppings ty do you want to go with this
1: um no who has the worst taste of pizza topping and what is it i think i know the answer
2: When have I been for a pizza with the lads? Um, After games, there are the vegan stuff that comes in. What is that? (sighs) Some of the lads have this vegan cheese pizza, and it just—it looks like cardboard. It's—it's awful. (laughs) So.
0: It's cheese on toast, mate. Do you know, like, I've had this conversation with an Italian friend of mine, Giovanni. He lives in a little village called Arcore, um, which is where Berlusconi lives, just on the outskirts of Milan. And he was telling me that a margarita pizza is basically like going into a restaurant and asking for cheese on toast. And he said to me, (laughs) don't you ever, ever come to Italy and ask for a margarita? He said, it's just not allowed. And Fabrizio Tyler, he got very, very defensive, didn't he, about pizza toppings? He was mm. talking about people, people being literally being beheaded. So, literally, that's it. Game over in Italy. You start putting silly stuff on pizza. And he said that you can't have a pineapple on a pizza. He wasn't we, having it.
1: We can't let McCurdy go to Italy then. with what he put on his Instagram start of the season. Good God. Oh, oh mate, I, mate. He had spag bowl on pizza. Oh,
2: I saw that. That was Oh, I couldn't believe what I was saying.
0: See, isn't that a bit like having roast potatoes on that's, toast?
2: That's the one. That's the winner. <laughs> that's the winner. I was going with Rob Hunt for his vegan cheese on toast stuff. But no. No, McCurdy for spag bol on pizza. Yeah. Sure. yeah
0: that, it, it, that, it's just weird. I can't get my head around it. Wait, it could
2: even be me. Go on. I don't like cheese. Oh. So I have a pizza without cheese. No. <laughs> well, just hoffins on. Yeah. So just the base, the tomato sauce, and then the toppings.
0: No, hold on! No, 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 this is, this, <laughs> no! This is revolutionary speech. Now I'm hearing you can't have a pizza with no cheese.
2: Yeah no cheese. I don't eat cheese. I don't like cheese. It's like, not for me. I've done... it made me made me ill once, like proper ill. So I just stopped eating it.
0: <laughs> Steve, in, I'm not being funny. Like that's properly like come out of left field for me. That's I, I can't I can't comprehend it. The stuff yeah. I want to I want to keep talking about a pizza with no cheese on it, mate. But
2: well, I, when, when I, we go for a yeah, they do the Decanio pizza, and one of the options is no cheese because Paolo DiCanio didn't have cheese on his pizzas.
0: Oh no, come on!
2: That's that's serious. Ask the guy when we go there. You ask him. <laughs> <He'll tell> you. <laughs>
0: well, look, look, all I'm going to say is, mate, they better load it up. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, There's yeah. got to be a lot of oh, toppings yeah, on there
2: because you ain't got any cheese. You get all the extra toppings. They 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 go to town on
0: it. Ah, uh, now we're making sense. That's one way to get your extra sausage on your. So pizza, there you go, isn't see it? <laughs> right Next question Steve Now you can interpret this however you want Go on. In amongst the current squad Who is the biggest dark horse?
2: Oh god Biggest dark horse oh.
0: Jordan Lydon And that's all I'm saying Jordan Lydon uh, Alright we, we won't push you on that All I'm going <laughs> to say is He's he's Mrs. Hanrahan's favourite. That's all I'm going to add to what you've just said there. Yeah. And, Steve, if you know something I don't know, bearing in mind the good lady's not in the room with me at the moment, then oh, we should probably have that conversation. Tyler, what do you think they're angling at there with Dark Horse?
1: Well, it's, it's, not, it's not my forte to get involved
2: with her, mate. That,
1: that's that's going to be,
0: that's gonna that's be card schooling, Steve, and stuff like that, I reckon. Do the boys have a card school?
2: Uh, no.
0: That said, I don't play cards. That's good. No. I like that because um, apparently we play, we play a lot of Paul.
2: We play a lot of Paul.
0: Oh, okay. So, who's a hustler? Is any, is any of them an absolute bandit?
2: Jordan Lydon. Oh,
0: <laughs> so Lydon staggers up to the table, does he? Pretending that he's going to, you know, all a bit then, gammy, left handed, and then just yeah. wipes the floor.
2: And then he wipes the floor, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Jordan Lydon, you absolute rogue. If he's on social media, I'll be taking issue with him right now. Oh, I think we know the answer to the next one. Go on, Ty.
1: Oh, best physique.
0: Oh.
1: Is, is it just players that have been here this season or have they still got a beer?
0: Oh, see, yeah, I'm t I, I know who you're thinking. You're thinking Big Ty, aren't you?
1: Yes, yes, I am.
0: So you okay. know what I'm thinking, Steve? I'm thinking I'm thinking Tarzan. I'm thinking Big yeah, Dave. That's right. Big where Dave, I was. he's an absolute unit. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Jones. OK, yeah, so interesting. Sure. So the next question is actually, what does Josh Davison eat and where can I get some? So that that, that listener is clearly impressed.
2: God knows. <laughs> I don't know. Even Reedy are together all the time. So wherever Reedy goes, usually Josh is with him. So, But I don't know where they go.
0: Uh, I don't know. Well, it certainly ain't to the barbers, is it, in the case of Josh Davison. He's got absolutely... Sp- Oh god, did you ye-
2: no he did yesterday and he cuts like the under bit and ties it up and the geezer forgot to blend one side of it. <laughs> oh, oh, god. So he was absolutely chuffed, the boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he
2: still looks unbelievable though,
0: doesn't he? Well, not being funny. As as soon as he, I mean, that's it. He's another chap. He's got that swagger as well. I need to keep Mrs. Hanrahan well away (laughs) from Josh Davison (laughs) because, by God, at the end of the game when he let those locks down, it was like looking at prime David Ginola. Yeah, swishing him around in the air. Handsome man. Handsome man. Right, Ty. What we got next? Oh god.
1: This this one could be interesting. Who would you say is the biggest slacker? Oh
2: I don't know. Is it oh what a biggest slacker? In terms of what?
1: For whatever
2: you want. Mate. <sighs> biggest slacker. I don't know.
0: Who's who's got a reputation of being the worst trainer, Steve? Are you are you allowed to say?
2: Uh, no one, but they're all good.
0: Um, they, they all put it in.
2: I'll tell you, he was there last night and he's a great kid and I love him, right? He's brilliant, the boy. But Kane Kessler Hayden, <laughs> he'd walk through training and then be an absolute <laughs> genius on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> 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 so I'd be like, where does this come from? Unbelievable. Yeah, what a lad. Absolutely brilliant.
0: Destined for the top, isn't he, Kane Kessler Hayden? Yeah. Destined oh, for the top. Unbelievable. Brilliant brilliant, brilliant with the fans and you got the impression he was super, super popular amongst his teammates as well. How how much would you say of all the lone players that that we've lost, with all due respect to Roms and Ty, do you think that um, Kane has been the biggest miss?
2: Um, For the team, I don't know, see, because, I mean, we obviously had to adapt the way we played because we didn't have him there to be the right wing-back, but... I don't know, they're all big, big losses because they're all big characters, you know?
0: Yeah. It's you
2: difficult can't,
0: to... Very difficult to just, replace the 11 goals, Steve, isn't
2: it? Well, and that's it. Just, yeah. mm. That's it. You know, and Josh has come in and done brilliantly. You know, but again, he's a different player to Tyrese, so you can't really compare. Mm. And then, like, obviously, Joe Tomlinson's come in and done really well. And then, you know, he's he's got injured now and, you know, he needs to get himself back and... Do what's right for him. Um, I'll tell you one who is a big miss. Who wasn't with us very long, but Brandon Cooper. Oh, what a player! I, I thought he was taking us all the way to automatics, And I've told him that. Yeah. I thought, he, this is the guy. He's taking us all the way. We're going to get promoted because this guy's unbelievable. How yeah. we got him was anyone's guess. And yeah, for him to get injured and, and have to step away was, yeah, that was a big one.
0: Yeah, and he was really for me for my money. He was really bringing the best out of um, uh, Jake O'Brien as well. Yeah, but not that I mean, it's it's fair to say Jake. I'm sure he'd be the first one to admit he's some of his performances have been a bit hit and miss since um, since we've lost Brendan Cooper. But Bre- Brendan, see him and o- uh, and O'Brien were forming an absolutely phenomenal looking partnership at the back when well, no they Ty?
1: Yeah, I mean they were both and they're both young. So so you thought it lacked a leader, but. Oh, Cooper! out out to shout at people, didn't he? Especially with that
2: thick Welsh accent he has.
1: Oh, he, 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 he if he shouted at me,
2: I'd, I'd do it. On the, on the flip side of that, though, how good a Frenchy Dion been the last few weeks? Oh, so, man. so good, so, so good. Especially oh. Frenchy, yeah.
1: pre-assist oh, yesterday and and a key involvement in the in the first one. Yeah. baller. Yeah,
0: absolute top class. That diagonal last night. By the way, talk to me about that. For the second goal, well,
1: what is that
0: I, to say I wasn't even out there, there? there for the second goal <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah i mean uh, so, i mean yeah it's cool. I, I don't necessarily want to go down a rabbit hole of um you know of of of, of taking on you know some of our fellow fans and the, and the and the views on um on on those two boys, but it's 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 not gone it's not gonna miss Steve, I'm sure you've probably seen it on the socials today about. People coming out and sort of suggesting that you know if if this is if this is Matt Bowdery's form between now and the end of the season, give him another year. I mean, he's he's looked absolutely phenomenal last couple of games, um, yeah. absolutely, absolutely top draw. And um, I'm I'm reliably informed he's a top top bloke behind the scenes as well.
2: I mean, he's been with us three years now. I love the guy. He's like one of the top boys. Um, but I think it'll be up to him. Do you know what I mean? I think if he wants to carry on. Then, you know, I don't see any reason why he couldn't, but it's up to him. If if he feels like this is it for him, then it'll be it for him. If not, and even if he doesn't get something at Swindon, he could probably do another year somewhere else. Yeah. So, well, you know, it, it's up to him, really.
0: I think. I tell, I tell, Steve, I'll tell you what surprised me is obviously all the talk is that, you know, he's going to go for his financial qualifications and that's what the future looks like for him. But... Yeah. um. I I remember thinking um when he's coming under Wellens the first time I heard Frenchy speak like because I love the way he talks about football refreshingly honest and he's got certainly got football in principles I honestly thought the Frenchie would go down the coaching and management route because he seems to have that sort of aura about him but um it would appear that his ambitions are going to mean he's going to be lost to the game
2: yeah I think so I think so. <laughs> funny story about Frenchy actually the day we met him so we are down in Southampton doing some fitness testing and stuff. And we pulled up in this car park. And we're carrying some kit in and that. And one player turns up. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Steve. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Rob Hunt. Okay, that makes sense. Um, next guy comes up. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Steve. Hello. Uh, I'm Frenchy. Sorry? <laughs> Fred, what, you want us to call you Frenchy? Oh, yeah, Frenchy. Yeah. So then I had to go and find out what his actual name was. <laughs> yeah. When we got into the building, I was like, he says Frenchie, but I know we haven't signed anyone called Frenchie. So what are we doing? <laughs> but yeah, there you go. We're now literally like anyone he meets,
0: he's Frenchie. There's no... Aw- awkward introductions. Yeah. yeah. Mate, that, don't worry. It's not like I've got to put your name on the back of your shirt or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good what time. we got next then? What have we got next? Um, who sleeps the most, Steve?
2: God. I don't know. Louis Barry always looks like he's been asleep. He comes in <laughs> in the morning and he looks like he's just rolled out of bed. <laughs> he's a fucking <laughs> <20 laughs> tired. So I'm going to go with Louis Barry.
0: Louis Barry. Fair dues. Are they, um, are they? Are the boys sort of fairly lively on the coach the game, Steve? Or do, is there anyone that sort of is able to sleep on a clothesline? Well,
2: we, we used to go on the coach, me and Jonah, but now we take the van to every game. Yeah. So I don't really see it, or you know, have any kind of knowledge of what's going on. I mean, Jake's listening in, and Jake's on the coach most games, <laughs> so he might he might be able to tell you. But
0: see, but, it's 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 not it's not a safe place to fall asleep, is it? Let's be honest. Oh
2: no! Don't fall Look, asleep on the coach.
0: No. nah. no, nah, you nah. <laughs> nah, well, can't, can't do that. If Jake wants to come on and share any stories about who's grabbing a kip on the coach, he's more than well going to send us a request and we'll hear all his all war stories. Um, what have we got next, Ty?
1: So, this one you can definitely answer. Who is the worst for leaving their kit inside out? Oh, Carlton.
2: Oh, oh wow. Um, the skipper, Dion Conroy. Always inside out. <laughs> we we have a guess we pick it up and we go hmm whose kick could this be <laughs> and then we flip it in the right way oh look number four he, always
1: likes the, he likes the bottom cut off his shirt as well don't, don't he yeah, he, knows he what saying. I
2: have to cut a quarter of an inch off the bottom of every shirt he ever wears
0: is there an explanation for that is that just a
2: no, thing? no who knows I don't know
0: <laughs> so he you just asked been... me to do it you you imagine the skipper comes and gives you shirt sure at the end of the game. You, you're going to feel a little bit short-changed, aren't you? Like getting back in the car and going, oh, look, I've got the skippers. Oh, he's vandalised it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bang, bang goes your eBay resale value.
2: <laughs> Probably be worth all, because there's a story behind it. I don't know what the
0: story is. But... Is, he, is he a superstitious man, the skipper?
2: Yeah, I think so. In terms of that, yeah. I don't know what else it could be. I don't know. I need to find out, to be fair. I need to ask him. Uh, in in the in three and a half years I've been doing a job, I probably should have asked by now.
0: Tyler, there's a job for you, mate. Barrow Saturday, come and skip. Why'd you do it? Uh,
1: mate, if I remember, if I remember.
0: Straight into any other business. Straight into any other business on that one, uh, on the next show. All right, Steve. Um, the next question is Who is the biggest rascal? Now, I think that could be Practical Joker. That could be. God, I mean, that could that could be just your, your wind-up merchant. Your, your, who's the most... That could be the most annoying. I think rascal's a rascals nice broad term.
2: There's the obvious one. Yes. No. <laughs> Very obvious.
0: Is he a rascal? Is he a proper rascal oh, in the dressing room?
2: Uh, not so much in the dressing room. He's all right. Um, but yes what you like You know, it's what you see is what you get there's no mess around with him he isn't pretending to be one thing and then being another he is what he is Um, but another one Ricky Aguia. oh
0: oh mate interesting he loves
1: a bit he was on that one that you did with Jake when you were doing the water thing in the cup yeah. and all you can hear in the background is him he, he's, he's proper it, mate he, he is like you Mark he, 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 the way he says geese is unreal
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, Ricky Blair, yeah, he's the one. Yes, guys Have yes, you
0: have Gaze. you got have you got a story you can share, Steve?
2: Oh no, just every day. He's just you're playing pool and you'll take a shot, and whether it's good or it's not, he will just go shots. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be, like the other guy will miss, and it'll be your turn, and he will go, should clear up here, you absolutely clear up here." It'll be the end of the game, and he just gets in your head, and you're like, "Go away, mate." I <laughs> know <Just, just, just, laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely
0: brilliant. Sharp, sharpening up his gamesmanship. Um, yeah. A slightly more serious question in this next one. Um, who would you say is the dressing room leader? And and uh, uh, I buy that. I get you, you've got the skipper. But is there, this, is there like the one sort of Gordon Greer kind of voice that he just comes in and everyone sort of shuts up and listens?
2: Uh, it's kind of a group thing this year. I mean, obviously, you've got like Frenchie's got the experience and, you know, is a leader. 'Cause people tend to follow him. Um you've got Glads in there with a bit of experience. You've got Paney in there, he's quite good with it. Um, obviously Dion's the captain, so so he, he has a role to play in it. Um but no, it's more a group thing this year. You know, rather than one person that's you know that's the guy. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's good. And would you regard? It sounds like Steve. You you really what you you highly regard our leadership group. Is that fair to say?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Because I'll tell you, it's, it's interesting actually, Steve. I um I remember seeing it relatively close quarters back in 2010, when the leadership group that was really kind of ultimately held together by Gordon Greer yeah. when Gordy left, watching that disintegrate. And, and then seeing the impact of that the following season when a team that got to Wembley that looked like it had actually, to a point, been improved with certain signings before the season, on paper at least, yeah. then obviously cascaded out the league and it all fell yeah. apart. And um, some of the conversations that we've had with members of that squad were saying that, yeah, obviously a lot of that came from the the disintegration of that leadership group. Right? It, the people that sort of stepped into the breach didn't quite do the job that that Gordie did, um, and then Cleek started to form and all of that kind of stuff. But um, certainly, the impression that I've had from from the stands and from the time that I've, I've I've met the lads, they all come across as a really really good good bunch of lads, and that it, it doesn't seem like you've got many shrinking violets in that squad either.
2: No, not at all. I think I think as well the environment that's been created by the gaffer and the coaching staff, and you know the new ownership and everything else, it allows the lads to kind of. Feel that they're in some kind of control and some kind of like um, responsibility to for what happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and then they're all like it. So if if one of them sees something, they can say to somebody else. You know, it's not a someone a particular person's got to say something. I think it's a case of where well, if someone's seen something, if the left back seen something, the left midfielder should be doing then they can talk about it and they can say, and they can help each other. And I think that's quite important is that everyone's there trying to help each other to get better. There's nobody like, you know, being kind of negative and, you know, it's very much a group thing, but I think that's driven by the environment that's been created. Mm.
0: Super. So right, do
1: you want the next one? <laughs> yeah. A bit of, Bit of a weird one, really, but uh,
0: <laughs> I am, but let's just say, Steve, I envy this next one.
1: Definitely, oh, there's your clue. Who is the hairiest teammate? Hairiest, hairiest. You can see why Mark envies them. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Um, I don't know if you asked me last year, it would have been Brett Pittman, but oh, I don't know. No one's really hairy this year. No, there's no hairy people. I mean, Josh obviously got long hair. And Harry's got whatever he's got on his head.
0: He's got a mane. I want to go back and talk about it again. The man's got a mane. It's spectacular. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to to go with Josh Davidson then, just because of the hair. Johnny's got all the hair on his chin instead of his head. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: Well, we can go back to that question. That's a question that we can ask Steve, isn't it? So would you rather have JoJo's hair for your beard or Johnny's beard for your hair?
2: Oh wow! Um, <laughs> oh god, that's—I don't know because I've got hair and a beard, so I'm not too so... worried. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably can have Johnny's beard.
0: <laughs> Johnny's beard for your hair? Re- no, oh, just I'm... as
2: my beard. No, 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 you
0: can't do that. That's just okay. cheating because everybody with a, with, with a you know with a red screwed on would have wanted Johnny Williams' beard if they could grow one.
2: Okay, we'll go with Jojo's hair for your beard.
0: Interesting, and why is that? Know.
2: No real reason. Just don't know. That's what I've gone with for whatever reason. I don't really
0: know. I uh, see. Uh, I, I want, I want it the other way round, Steve. I've got to tell okay. you. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So who saw that yeah. coming? I look like something. I look like something I'd... out of. Out of I don't know if
2: beggars can be choosers, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, as I tell my kids, I've got hair on my head. I just choose to remove what grows. Simple well, as that. Enough. And and there's been a lot of migration. That's all I'm going to say. But it's still on my body. <laughs> 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 right then. Um, we go on from Hairiest Teammate onto whose kit required, typically requires two washes, Steve.
2: Uh, Johnny Williams. Oh, dirty bugger! His all shorts, that... his shorts are covered in mud after every game because oh, he just gets kicked all over the place and pushed over all the time. And he slides so do you along have to, the floor.
0: Do, do <laughs> you have to use any special any any special formula to get that out? Is there anything any any uh, special tricks you can take?
2: What just? I've done this year, we've put boiling water in a bath and dunked them in a bath with a load of vanish, left them for an hour, dunked them in the other bath, in fresh water, and then back across to the other one, and then back again, and then washed them on a 60. And still, I think, three pairs. Where was that? Probably Barrow, surely. Yeah, I think it was Barrow. Yeah, and three pairs still we couldn't get clean. Elisa Andelow as well. His shorts are always covered in mud. I don't know how. But his shorts are always covered in mud.
0: Yeah, well, he's 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 full guns, mate, and he he's full yeah. guns, Ellis. That's the thing. He's yeah, he he's wholehearted, he's mate. If there's if there's a tackle to be one, he's putting himself in there. And he's he's yeah. another one that he's another one that people like to foul.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you get the impression that obviously we're we're a very technical side in this division. You do get the impression our midfield is um, you know does get like I mean it gets some pretty rough treatment. Do the um do, do the do the boys ever have a good mo- mo- you about that, Steve, or um is it just sort of is it just because I'm looking at it through rose tinted glasses?
2: It's part of the game, isn't it? And I guess you got to look at it from the opposition point of view. If you're turning up and you're playing against Lewis Reed, Jack Payne, and Johnny Williams as your three midfielders, you, you ain't going to outplay them, are you? What I mean. Nah, very true, especially in League Two. They're, they're looking at it, going, what, "What? How am I going to stop them? What am I going to do?" You know. And then you've got Harry McCurdy running on you, and you know. So yeah, I think they just come with a little tactic, don't they? I yeah, know. the
0: old fashioned, but, the old fashioned reducer. It's that's, Attab-
2: that's the oh, game, that's, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. It is very true. Very true indeed. Um, what have we got next, Ty?
1: So who would you say is the most helpful teammate? And then another question to add on to that, who who's been the most sort of welcoming with all the all the TikTok stuff you two do?
2: Reedy's all over it. Reedy loves the TikTok. Oh, it's just, oh, it's just thought of the day.
1: It's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's some of it's so
2: silly. Yeah, but it's brilliant. It is brilliant. It's brilliant, but
1: it's
3: <laughs> What's so <that>? it's
2: <laughs>
0: What has been your favourite, Steve?
2: What's been your favourite uh,
0: what, thought of the day?
2: Oh, favourite thought of the day. Um... Oh, the boxing ring one. Oh, if so a boxing I, I ring think... is truly a ring, why is it square?
1: No, I, I think for me it was it was the one with the uh, like you can, you can move your. Bottom jaw, but you can't lose your top one. <laughs> when he goes, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed that one to my mum, and she started doing it. And I found that really funny.
2: Oh,
0: See, I jumped. I just, I just jumped straight on the. um I just jumped, jump straight on the uh, gifts, and uh, got the Canadians in South Park talking. I said, "Well, the Canadians can all talk with the upper part of their mouth. I don't know what he's talking about."
2: <laughs> That's good. It's good. Who's most helpful, Rob? Of course of course he is. What a guy.
0: Have you have you got a story of, of Rob Hunt that is most helpful, Steve?
2: He's just never lost a piece of kit. Three years, not Good one lad. item has been lost. Not one.
0: Incredible. Do, does that include giving his shirts away? Is he quite tight with his shirts?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he'll only and he'll ask first. And then all of his kits in the right way. It's all laid out on the floor in front of him. So that we can just scoop it up. Yeah, it's not a pile of it all rolled into a ball. The shirts are in the right way, shorts, socks, all of it. Oh, what okay. a gentleman. Yeah. What an absolute gentleman.
0: He could come and teach my kids a few tricks. I've been doing their bloody washing <laughs> all day, Steve. I don't mind telling you. Yeah. I've, had a, I've had an absolute bloody bloody mountain of rolled up socks and boxer shorts that I've had to pick my way through. And bearing in mind, my kids are all teenagers. That's no what fun is. at all.
2: Yeah, that's not fun, is it?
0: No, it's not. So fair play to you, Rob Hunt. Salute you on that. Um, what we got next? What we got next? Um, who's got the worst banter, Steve? Who's got the worst banter? Well,
2: they'll all say me. So, <laughs> I'll say me. In terms of <laughs> players, um, don't know, they're all pretty sharp, you know. What am I thinking? Who's got the worst banter player-wise?
0: I'm going through the squad numbers in my head.
2: Um...
0: Goalkeeper's banter, mate. Come on, surely it's one of the key. Yeah, I was
2: thinking Jojo, to be fair, because Jojo just (laughs) likes to jump in with Jonah and try and banter me on a daily basis. And it's, oh, God. It's tedious at best. And he's not here to defend himself, so I can say what I want. (laughs) Yeah, it's tedious, let's be honest.
0: It it wasn't quite banter, but um, I I did enjoy, enjoy his address to the president of Ghana. That was pretty special, wasn't it? In yeah, terms it was of, uh, I think Definitely. if you look, if you look to that through if you look to that through Swindon Town fan glasses, that was top banter. Top banter, yeah. Mister yeah. President Joseph Willicott Swindon Town, uh, and the whole room erupts. erupts. That is quality yeah. banter.
1: Mate, you know, I only found out today that Jojo has a twin brother.
0: Get is out he... of town.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he said it on a bit of Ghanaian press. I couldn't believe it. He said that as a twin brother, he worked for BMW fixing motorbikes.
0: Oh, wow. Right, so here's the challenge. If any of our readers, uh, readers, listeners, you can tell I come from a magazine background. If any of our listeners can find a picture of Jojo Woolcott's brother, and we, we absolutely can confirm he's got a twin. There is a Sir Tom Broadbent Lounge hoodie in it for you. I've got to see this man. And uh, what I'd like to know is, is he a goalkeeper? That's what I'd like to know. Steve, that's a question. You're going to have to pose it.
2: Sorry? Sorry.
0: No, no, no. Yes, That's all right, mate. I just want to know. I want you to make sure you ask Jojo whether or not his brother, his twin brother, is a goalkeeper.
2: I will. I'll ask him if he's even got a twin brother or if he just made it up.
0: That's extraordinary banter.
2: If he's made that <laughs> up for Garner and Press, that's unreal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> right. What we got next? What we got next? Right. We've actually... Um, just received another question, Steve. Bear with Go me. Um, it's coming from um, Sam Hart is asking, after last night, is Jack Payne still running?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah. In fact, no, if I look out the window, yeah, there he is. No, obviously, <laughs> he's he's now stopped running. <laughs> and he's had a little rest. <laughs> and hopefully he'll start running again on Saturday. <laughs>
0: Uh, right, boys, sorry, I'm, I'm being a little bit hesitant because you never guess what. I, <laughs> oh, I am looking at a picture of Tom Woolacott in Disneyland Paris.
1: Hold on, hold on. S- Steve, I, I've, I've just been asked, um, let, let me get this question up for you. It's just for you, mate. Who is a bigger Mona you or Lewis Ward?
2: Sorry. I've missed. Who's bigger <laughs> no, I missed it. Here, you or Lewis Ward. Go on, go again. My signal went.
1: <laughs> who is a bigger Mona? Well, where's that you come from? or Lewis Ward. Does that come from Jake?
2: Um, I'm not saying who that's coming really? from. Uh, from Jonah. But then no, no. no, it's not Jonah. Hmm. I I just want to know who it comes from, really. Uh, who's a bigger, bigger Mona? Obviously me. obviously mate. what do you like to
0: moan about Steve what do you moan about everything
2: it's relentless you put put your stuff in the wrong place I'm moaning at you
0: it's
2: I mean it's the job (laughs) isn't it Steve
0: Steve I don't think you have moaned at me once mate In all the time I've known you you come across as quite um Quite a gregarious personality. You're not. You're not a mood drape.
2: No, I, I'm not. But you know, all the guys at the club think so. So you've got to play the character, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you got to play your part. <laughs> you? So.
0: Yeah, you just take your mum for the team. You're the pantomime villain. Do you know what team, I mean? It is,
2: is what it you're... is. If they think I'm a owner, I'll be a monarch. It's all
0: good. Right, but guys, <laughs> back 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 to back to the subject at hand. I'm staring at a picture of Tom Walcott.
1: Unbelievable. Does he look like Jojo? Or? He
0: does look like Jojo.
1: Unreal. I,
0: I think I don't mean to be. I'm not being certainly. I'm not being rude or disrespectful about Tom. If I said he doesn't give the impression he's a professional athlete, but no, um, no, no.
1: He's I, a mechanic, though.
0: He's a mechanic. He's he's fixing fixing bikes for BMW. Fair play to him. Fair play. Well, I never ride. Right. Joe sure. Joe Vincent. Congratulations, Joe. I'll get your details off you. We'll get your hoodie off to you, fella. <laughs> great work. Great How someone work. found
2: that so quick?
0: <laughs> the detail. fact that was so quick is terrifying. <laughs> <hate it>, <laughs> Joe, you know something. You know something or someone we don't clearly. <laughs> right, so sorry, we've so we've had you've had biggest Mona have you? Right, okay. What we got though? Like, one. So Harry McCurdy doesn't lace his boots. Apparently, how does he avoid them flying off? Steve, is there is there a bit of magic going on there? I don't
2: know what he doesn't have insoles either. So how he That's, runs that must and how it's so he... comfy. It's so hard. I clean his boots. I put my hand in the boot. It hurts my hand. I don't know how he does it. But not
0: like running on a cheese grater.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what I don't know how he does it, but it seems to be working for him. So. He can carry on not lacing his boots and not wearing insoles if he wants. Do you know what I mean? But no, he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know how he keeps them on. Maybe they're half size too small. So they're tight and they stay on.
0: God, yeah, but blimey. I mean, I just can't, I can't see how that works. It's bad enough trying to run in trainers when you haven't done your laces up, let alone football boots. Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
2: All no right. idea.
0: Move, move us on, Ty.
1: Um. So, this <laughs> an interesting one. Who you? What? What would you say, or who would you say, is the biggest breath of fresh air in twenty twenty one twenty two?
2: Biggest breath of fresh air. Um. What or who? Um. Oh, those new footballs that we've got this year instead of Mitre ones, they're unbelievable. They're definitely, no, they're, that's not, they're awful. Um, <laughs> I don't know, breath of fresh air. <clears throat> Probably like, uh, i tell you what was good. We received a Lawrence Vigaroo shirt in the post yesterday.
0: Did you?
2: Yeah. And it's no secret that when Viggs was with us, you know, he was obviously young, influential, not having a great time, blah, blah, blah. Um and he seems to just have turned his life around an absolute top bloke. He went obviously, we played Orient a couple of weeks back, he come found us, said hello. He was really polite, really nice, just absolutely a different bloke to what we knew from previous. Um Yeah. And then that turning up in the post the other day, that for me was like, Wow, look at this guy. What what a turnaround, you know?
0: And I'll tell so, you what. I'll tell you what was interesting as well, Steve, talking about Viggs was um he I mean, I wouldn't say he got dogs abuse from the town end a couple of weeks back, but um he was getting a bit of stick. And yeah. I was standing there expecting the kind of reactions that you got from the young Lawrence. Yeah. And there was none of that at all. Yeah. If anything, he turned around and gave everyone a thumbs up at the end of the game. He seemed to be wishing us all well. And yeah, as like you yeah. said, mate, it's um he seems like a – I don't want to call him a reformed character because I don't think he was a bad lad, was well, he? No.
2: no, I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just saying, like, you know, there, there's – he was at a bit of a crossroads when he left us, wasn't he?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. You know, and he seems to have taken the correct path, which is great. It's great to see for him. So, yeah, for, in terms of breath and fresh air, seeing stuff like that, brilliant. In terms of our team, I don't know Um Uh, Josh Davison coming in I think I think just because like we had lost Tyler and we didn't know what we were going to do and like you know we were a bit worried about not having a centre forward if you like and when he come in and he's such a bubbly character and he's you know he comes in every day he gives you a big hug and he's you know yeah Yeah, he certainly picks you up if you're not having the best morning I know that
0: all round top bloke. Yeah, right you are. Who we got next? What we got next? What we got next? Right is one. Your most. Who is the most charitable teammate? Oh, charitable.
2: So who helps others? Who helps others? Mm. Ben Gladwin, I think.
0: Gladders, what a boy, what an answer. Yeah, got, there's got to be a story behind that.
2: It was Caroline's birthday yesterday. She's a receptionist at the club. Um, and she loves Ben Gladwin. Who doesn't? And he signed a programme for her. He said, get one of my shirts, I'm going to sign it and give her the shirt. and That kind of stuff. And he was just, yeah, top draw, top draw.
0: What a man. What a man. Handsome looking devil as well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I, I, ne- I never said that.
2: I never said no. that. No, I never, I never agreed. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ty. Move us along. Oh, well, no,
2: <laughs>
1: I, I could talk about Gladwin for days. You know that.
0: Well, keep talking then if you've got something he, valuable he, to he, say.
1: He is just different gravy. I love that, man. Um, who would you say, though, is the shyest of, of of the bunch.
2: Oh, here we go. Uh, Mo Dabre. Oh, bless him. There you go. It's an easy one oh, So I was going to say Ryan East, but he, he wouldn't like me saying that, so I won't say that.
0: Is, is with, with Mo, is he is he is that just a question of him being sort of young and just gently... Yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah, and yeah. he's definitely not shy when he gets on the pitch.
0: Oh, no, he's not, is he? No.
2: But you know, just around the place, he's a bit quieter, he's a bit and he's he's a really nice kid. Like really, really nice kid.
0: I've seen enough from Mo Darbrey, I think, certainly. I think over the next couple of seasons you're gonna see a hell of a player emerge there. And I can imagine him coming into the middle as well. Um, I've got only because I've got a little bit of inside knowledge on that. But hey. So Steve, my inside knowledge if you're interested on Mo Darbre, Go on. Um, he um so essentially he has by, by proxy play football with my, with my kid, you know, the whole, um, oh. yeah, the whole Valencia Academy thing is obviously just yeah. right from where I am yeah. and, uh, had a little natter with Mo about that a few weeks back. And, um, yeah, that was, um, he's, he was absolute dynamite in, um, like a defensive holding midfield role. And I appreciate we're yeah. talking about Academy football versus the pro game, but, um, the way he was described to me by a coach was um, he's like um, he's like a little cante, um, but obviously when we've seen him, we've we've seen him as a kind of like a marauding a white man, haven't we?
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see that he's got attributes to play in there as well, like yeah. And I would heard that he had played there before as well, like you know. But yeah, no, he's a good kid. I like my.
0: You're going to like the next one, Steve. Who on. is the squad nerd?
2: Oh, Wardy. <laughs> well, if, we, if we don't if we go a day without talking about lego there's something wrong what like any
0: lego are we talking lego yeah. Technic, or are we talking star no, like, wars
2: lego? What are we talking so he loves star wars obviously um and now's all the lego sets i've got some of the harry potter lego sets you know and he goes off and he's like oh i was in a shop and i saw some lego so i bought this and then i went to london with my missus and kid a little while back went in Hamleys. Obviously went to the top floor, had a look around all the Lego. Um, yeah, like we love Lego. We watch Lego Masters. We talk about that.
0: I yeah, genuinely thought LEGO you were going to tell me. I thought you were going to tell me you bumped into him on the top no, floor of Hamleys.
2: No, how funny would that have been? But that, that would have been a
0: unreal. Small no. world. Small world. Oh, Ty, you're going to like the next one, mate. This, is, this, you've got, you've got this one, mate.
1: Ah, but um, hold on. To be fair, though, can you blame him for liking Lego? It it, it is it's good brilliant.
0: stuff.
2: It's unbelievable.
1: It's very good stuff. Bit expensive, it's, but oh,
0: see, this is one of those moments where the, uh, the credibility of our show is either going off like a rocket or it's disappearing down the toilet rapidly, gentlemen.
2: Well, let's let's move on then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, for what it, for what it's worth, I got I got bought a ton of Lego at Christmas this year. It's the first time anyone's ever bought me Lego. And I, c- I can't bring myself to sit down at a table and do it. And I don't know whether that's a shocking indictment on me, or whether I just need to give it. It's a bit like skiing. I won't ski. I've got no. no it doesn't appeal. So, what am I missing, boys? You tell me. Oh, H- H-
1: Hannah's mate, bring someone Saturday and we can sit and do it before the game. D-
0: D- D- mate, there's Guinness to be drunk on a Saturday. I'm not going to sit there playing, <laughs> with me, playing with me Lego.
1: Even better, <laughs> even better, Guinness and Lego. Who doesn't want that? Oh.
0: Oh, my God. All right, I'll tell you you're what. involved as well. All right, I'm going to do that. Now you've said that, I guarantee you, and to anyone listening, that's going to happen on Saturday. I'm going to bring my Christmas Lego to the Legends Lounge, and we're going to do a world first at Swindon Town Football Club. <laughs> you and I are going to sit and build some Lego whilst I drink Guinness, and we're going to do that before a match. I've never thought of doing anything quite as bizarre as that in my life. <laughs> but, hey, Tyler, listen, your reputation's on the line. You're telling me I'm going to have a good time. I better have a good time.
1: Steve will agree with me. You'll have a great time. Oh, you'll have a great time,
0: Steve. Do me a favor. Just bring one of the kit sacks, mate. Because I reckon after about five pieces, I'm just going to swipe it all into the bag and we will give it to Wardy. Yeah,
2: fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Uh, So, who is Steve? Who is your hardest? Who is the hardest squad mate?
2: Hardest? Um... Who's hard as nails? Who's hard as nails? Reedy. Reedy loves yeah. a tackle, doesn't he? He loves a tackle.
0: Yeah. But who's hard as nails? For a little lad, mm. he doesn't shirk much, does he? He really no. doesn't.
2: No, he really do not
0: But Ellis is quite tough. And i tell you what, after, yeah. last night, after last night, Johnny Williams clearly likes a bit.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of them. But no, Ellis, maybe. Maybe Frenchie. Oh, I
0: can't I imagine Frenchie. Really. If it is... Do you reckon French is all about the dark arts? Because you kind of, certainly, you see a bit of game management from him. But do you reckon he's the kind of bloke that's pulling up, pulling up the opponents by their armpit hair and doing all that kind of horrible stuff?
2: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I can see that. See, Granty was double hard We could talk about Grantie because yeah, he's part of this year's squad. Granty was a, was a tough guy.
2: Yeah. I'll- I mean yeah on the pitch. I remember a game right so the year we got promoted uh when we won the league. He's playing centre mid for us and Harry McCurdy was playing for Carlisle and he just kicked him all over the pitch. <laughs> he just oh my god he had him on toast it was it was awful to the point where Harry's asking to be subbed at half time. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, he subbed him at half time as well and then the day he came in on trial in pre-season, I was like, "Oh my god, it's you!"
0: <laughs> and, then, and
2: then he turned around, and Granty was stood behind him, and it was a brilliant moment. I was just like, "Oh, here we go!"
0: Absolutely yeah. magnificent. It was a, that must have been a that was a, obviously Granty got a brilliant reception, didn't he? Um, when he came back with a scum for defeat a few weeks back, um, he was in he was in absolute bits, wasn't he? As he left the pitch, did you did you uh, manage to spend much time with him, Steve?
2: I saw him a bit yeah we had a little chat in the tunnel before the game um and a little chat before he left I mean obviously when you spend as long with the guys each each year as we do like you know you make relationships with these people yeah you know no matter what happens like you know and whether you have a good year you have a bad year you know you have an indifferent year like he did this year you know you you have that relationship with with these people and you know it was it was nice to see him yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a real a real shame. I mean yeah, a real shame a shame at seeing his his side drop out of the league. I mean not, not just for Granny, but Scumful for you know, proper, decent, old traditional club, seeing them tumble out of the football league was a bit of a shocker, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it certainly was. What's that seventy two years or something? Yeah. That they've been in the football league. So And when whenever we've been there, like it's a it's a good sized club. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not like I mean, you go to some clubs and you're like, oh my God, you know, but yeah, no, scumful. But yeah, they were in the championship a little while back. Nigel Atkins yeah. as their manager and, you know, pushed right up to the champ and to drop out of the football league. Tough.
0: I think it's, it's going to be one of the, I mean, I don't know enough about the club really to comment, but I do remember um, probably around mid-2000s um, knowing a couple of the people that were involved as directors and you got the impression there was a bit of money sloshing about back then. Um, when they when they managed to push up to the Championship. But um, and, and it would suggest that maybe that money's not there anymore, um, clearly, because you don't tend to have clubs with a bit of money behind them dropping out of the leagues, do you? No,
2: that's it. And obviously, Old, Oldham are in the situation, Oldham are right? in. Yeah. You know, and that's another massive club, first club to go from Premier League to, to non-league.
0: You know? Yeah, but do you, do you know what, Steve? I mean, again, I, I really feel for the fans. I mean, there was there was obviously a lot of really good link up between um, Swindon and Oldham fans yeah. earlier in the season, so I've got every I've got every sympathy. But at the same time, zero sympathy for the manager. Um, yeah, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt until he decided to raise his middle finger at the end of the game. Um, I thought he would have taken that one on the chin, but clearly not. So karma's um, a bitch, as they say, ladies and gentlemen. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> Um, what we got next, Ty?
1: Who, who is the most hyper in the dressing room? Aaron McCurdy. I would have thought so. Is he <laughs> he's,
0: is he properly bouncing about, is he, mate? He's like yeah. uncontrollable bags of energy.
2: Yeah, he's just, he's always full of energy. Like, you see him in the corridor and he's just bouncing around. He gives you the big high five. All right, geez, how's things? Come on. All the time. All the time.
0: Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, we're good. coming to the end now, mate. You'll be pleased to know. I've got one for you. Who is most likely to become a millionaire, or if they already are, a multi-millionaire?
2: What, of our current squad? Yes. Oh, Frenchie. Just because he never spends a penny. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Like, like it, the sliders he wears on his feet when he has a shower. The Umbro sliders that belong to Tyree Simpson.
0: Oh man.
2: And he left and left them, and now Frenchie wears them every day as his sliders, so he doesn't have to go and buy any. Look <laughs> <laughs> after the pennies. Can't take care of themselves, do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, has he ever uttered that, has he ever uttered that phrase to you?
2: I don't know if he knows it, but yeah. <laughs> that is Frenchie in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> so wow. there you
0: are I genuinely thought you was going to turn around and say yeah his career in finance he's super super clever oh, that as
2: well obviously but you know he's obviously had his eyes eight. on the pennies and the pounds for, for quite a while
0: so you're suggesting you stick a bit of coal up his backside and in two weeks we're going to have a diamond yeah maybe <laughs> but, uh,
2: No, I, th- I can't remember if he's ever bought any new football boots to be honest with you they're all hand-me-downs <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but who cares when he's playing like he's playing at the moment?
0: Yeah. That's, a very, that's a very, very good point. Oops, um, so, are you? So, if his boots are ammy who do, who do you suspect, or do you know who whose boots is he wearing?
2: Um.
0: Oh, come on!
2: I think one pair might have even belonged to Tom Broadbent at one point.
0: He's wearing Broadie's boots. Uh, at, one point, disgrace.
2: at one point, I think there's a blue pair of Nikes. What are they? Phantoms, I think. I think they belong to Brawley at some stage. There you go. I'm,
0: I'm, not, I'm lost for words. I'm we absolutely can do the lost nonsense, for words. <laughs> would do the same thing. <laughs> Who's got, in, so speaking of boots, Steve, who has, got, oh. who has got the worst boots? The worst boots oh. at the club? The worst boots.
2: I thought you were going to say who's got the most boots. Who's got the worst boots?
0: Like proper old, do you remember the old Dunlop molded Who's got like proper budget boots that they get dug out for? Or have they all got a certain standard? Well,
2: at one stage this season, Harry Parsons was wearing a pair of boots that like the sole plate had fallen off. <laughs> Massive holes in them. He was kicking the ball and his foot was coming through the boot. And we were like, mate, you've got to get some new boots. You gotta do it. And eventually where with enough pressure, you went and got, got some new pairs of boots. Good effort.
0: But, yeah. but so but but nobody's nobody gets dug out for like essentially having quite clearly raided the um the football the professional footballer footballer's boot equivalent of the jumble sale, yeah, Apart no. from Frenchie.
2: Only Frenchie, really. Yeah. Oh that's
0: shocking. Absolutely. Every, shocking.
2: Everybody else is, is quite good with their boots, to be honest.
0: All right so which teammate would buy the first round steve hmm oh.
2: johnny williams
0: is he now is he really like the the archbishop of banterbury when it comes to like the football dressing room because you that, that gets bounded around quite a lot about him the fact that you know he's a, a huge part of the the kind of like you know the the the, the setting of the atmosphere amongst the Welsh boys and, and he's clearly he's he talk about gregarious characters, he's clearly one of those. So is there is what what's in that? What is that about Johnny? I
2: tell you what, it's weird for Johnny because he's quiet and unassuming and then things will just happen or things will be said and then you'll be like, oh hang on, where did this come from? Oh, it's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, no, he's brilliant. And he'll come in with like He'll have some different things to say in the morning. You know, and he'll be like, what, what are you talking about today? Uh, yeah, he's just like, he's really quiet. So you don't think there's going to be anything come from him. And then, yeah, absolutely priceless. Brilliant for him.
0: Ah, uh, super. So, uh, go on, so What's the next one? The, your penultimate so, question, Steve. Well, it's it's
2: not the penultimate.
1: I've got a couple on my own.
0: Oh, have on, you? You're your
1: uh, Which teammate would be most likely to go into space?
2: Bloody
0: hell. Um Ryan East. Ooh. Now I weren't expecting Easty. Go on, Steve.
2: I have no reason for it. I just I think it'd be a funny image to be Ryan <laughs> East dressed up as a spaceman off to Mars. Do you know what I mean? And come back and well... tell us how great it was.
0: Well, okay, if Elon Musk can strap a car to a rocket and send it into the space, mate, you know you maybe maybe Ben Garner's thinking along similar lines, like well, sp- spread those, spread the spread the Swindon word, the Swindon word to the to, to the extraterrestrial masses by sending uh, Ryan East up tied to a rocket
2: or, or AK because I'd be Ooh. brilliant because he'd just come back and go, yeah, it was all right. Our <laughs> was space AK? Okay? Yeah, it was okay, mate. Yeah. It
0: was all
2: right. It's what's that?
0: Little, what's that? Lunar sunrise look like? AK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay,
2: mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love AK. What a guy! The most he's... laid-back man at Swindon Town I right oh, hear.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely brilliant.
1: Speaking of him, he's got the best tattoo of the lot of this club. He, he's got Pikachu on his arm, and that is unbelievable.
2: He it? never has.
1: Yeah, he's got it
2: on his left I've arm. I noticed that a it lot the other day. I've i got a lot of questions
0: to ask in the morning.
2: <laughs>
1: and I, yeah, see I your Pikachu the
0: Crazy. I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I just don't know what to say. you fucking on it. His arm.
1: Yeah. I found it out the other day when I was looking through the gallery.
0: Oh, Steve, I Steve, believe we need, it. We need answers here, mate. We need to know what... So he's, he's clearly a Pokemon fan. But then I guess that's not a crime, is it? Because Pokemon's no, getting a bit of that's old a now. great thing.
2: Now, there's other people that are Pokemon fans in the squad.
0: Oh. <laughs> They're just trading you... cards mid-game. Do you care to elaborate, oh,
2: Steve? Wally he loves Pokemon. Of course
0: he does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. He comes in with his Nintendo Switch playing Pokemon. I love it. How great is that? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: can't, I can't compete. <laughs> So okay. So we got Lego and Pokemon in the Legends Lounge uh, Toy by the sound of it on Saturday. Uh, Good God. All right. Um Steve, my final question for you. Who is the biggest conspiracy theorist in the squad? Oh, God. Um.
2: Who so, oh I'm going to go with Harry McCurdy. Interesting. Just because he, he thinks COVID's made up, and he's told me a million times I ain't real.
0: <laughs> he's not alone, to be fair. That's. Uh,
2: I mean, I said, mate, I've I've got it. I'm sat at home. My old family have got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> no, no, it's real. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real. <laughs>
0: Nah, Geese, No, nah, it's not. No, nah, geez, it's not real. Not real. You I just, you just brainwashed me. You just brainwashed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not real, geez. I just want to get the fans back in the stand and get back down to Chelsea. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brilliant. Go on, then right. You're going to go rogue. What? What is our long tail?
1: Oh, 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 I've got a couple. So, speaking, while speak, we're well, on the uh, topic, of, topic of McCurdy. Is is Vamos and Puta Lamar the only Spanish he knows?
2: Yeah, but Puta Lamar is not even Spanish.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was.
2: If you Google it, it's uh, La Puta Alamar," which is, yeah, I've I've looked. Um, (laughs) Which is something like, I am the boss, or I am the king, or something like that. (laughs) But obviously he gets it wrong. But, you know, whatever works for him. Of course he does. And... uh...
1: How much chewing gum does Reedy really get through on a match day?
2: Uh, one in the warm up, one in the game. Only one. I thought you would yeah. have
1: multiple. Keep the flavour no, going.
2: Constantly coming to us, like, like about to go out. You got any chewing gum? Yeah, you go, mate. And then after warm up, yeah, you got any chewing gum? Yeah. So this just a couple. Hate but, yeah. I, oh, there's a story. So. After. Walsh away. Was it Walsh or Crew? No, Crew, sorry. Yeah, Crew Away, FA Cup this year. Um there's probably about fifteen minutes till warm-up. We turns around, have you got any chewing gum? We opened the pot, we've run out. He goes, Jonah, where's an nearest shop? Jonah goes, Well there's one round the other side, like halfway up the road. He goes, right, I'm timing you. How quick do you think you can get to that shop and back? Jonah goes, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes maybe? He goes, right, you got three minutes to get to that shop. Get me chewing gum and get back here. He goes, ready, set, go. And Jonah just runs out the changing room. He's gone. <laughs> He's literally legged it the entire way to this shop. Got the chewing gum, legged it all the way back. He comes back in the change room. He is blowing.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> and he got, got uh, back the
2: within the three minutes. It was incredible. I don't really <laughs> <ever> like it. <laughs> Everyone's clapping him when he comes back in. He was, He's absolutely blowing. It was brilliant. Uh, how, gull- how,
0: how gullible is Jonah, Steve?
2: He's not here to defend himself, so I can't. Whilst well, 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 he isn't no, there, then.
0: No, Jonah's...
2: Jonah's switched on. He plays a character. He's switched on. I'm telling you, one day, he's going to um, just space. start talking really fast. <laughs> and he's going to go, you've all been part of a social experiment. I'm actually a genius.
1: <laughs> so, so, so maybe you're the biggest conspiracy theorist then.
2: Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe.
1: Steve's
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a you conspiracy what. theorist that we're sending Jonah to space. <laughs> tell you what,
2: before the takeover, there was a lot of conspiracies going around. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on Why Why, why won't you let me go to Sunderland away <laughs> 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 There's all sorts of
0: conspiracies and theories
2: going on there but,
1: uh, yeah, Let's end it on a bright note then Oh um, no,
0: I've got one more for you, sorry Steve oh, what, this, this, yeah, one's on. just pop, this one's just popped in from Liam Who's asking Steve um, Can you tell us where the Charlie Austin flag came from And who did it Liam who? Uh, This is from Liam Collett. Oh, okay.
2: Um, I don't know. So we had, we we were actually putting the Alan McLaughlin flag up in the Stratton Bank. And someone came out with a package for us that had been delivered by a fan to main reception. And I opened it and it was the flag with a note asking, can you put it up in the Stratton Bank below the clock? So we did. Hmm and that is the entire story other than um, I was a little bit like because underneath it where it says Return of the King it says time to come back and make up for the bubble and I'm thinking wasn't really his fault (laughs) let's be honest so I sent him a picture of it and I was like are you alright for this to go up he was like I love it get it up take a photo stick it on the socials it's brilliant so I did but uh yeah, no, that was it really. It was just a fan who wanted it put up and had it delivered to the club for us to put it up.
0: So it didn't think... come in from a from a Mr. C. Austin of Hungerford?
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, unless, obviously, he's just pretending to be someone else. Um, but, yeah, I think they had seen on the TikTok that we put the flags up. And so off the back of that, it's yeah, then sent this flag in and asked for me and Jonah to put it up. So, yeah, that was it. But yeah, nothing else to it really, other than a fan wanted the flag up, so we put the flag up.
0: That'll do. Me. Like,
2: you know, if anybody else has to put a flag up, don't all send your flags in. Um <laughs> you, got then, you to know, know. We, we do it. <laughs> do you know
0: what I mean? Ty, so, sorry for interrupting. Where were you no, going?
1: That's fine. I've got one final question, and whilst he's not here, what is the best Jonah story you've got to share?
0: Ooh, oh, sitting here, rubbing my hands.
1: Oh, there there um, is one
0: good one that you told me in
1: a Tesco about, about about La Manga that is cracking.
2: Which one? There were so many. Yeah. Oh, OK. No, here's one. Right, so. Jonah's initiation when he started the job, he sung Stand By Me. OK, and we won that day. So the next week we were away and it was my first away game. And I hadn't seen his initiation. So he was like, right, I need to sing this song. Because Steve hasn't seen it. So he sang it again, and we won again. It then becomes a thing that when he sings, we win. So the next away game, he sings, we win. And we're thinking there's a chance of playoffs here. Then he sings, and we lose at Cambridge. Yeah, I, I, or drew, I, did we draw at Cambridge or lose at Cambridge? I can't think. And that was like the end of any hope of kind of playoffs. So then... Obviously, season ends, we move on. We go off to the manga on pre-season tour. Um, Jonah, we're we're out one evening and Jonah just disappears. And I'm thinking, well, where's he gone? We're we're in a strange country. (laughs) It's Spain. It's not that strange. But, you know, he's just disappeared. Then I hear some music start. And Richie Wellens looks at me and I look at him and he goes, He ain't doing it, is he? I went, Hang on a minute. I lean back on my chair, I look in, and there's Jonah, drunk, leaning on the bar with a microphone in his hand, about (laughs) to sing Stand By Me to nobody. (laughs) There was nobody inside. We're all outside on the decking, just having a few beers and that. And I leaned forward and I just went, Yep, yep, here's, yep. And then he starts belting it out. The next day we go and do a session at the beach and there's this bar on the beach, so we finish the session, everyone's allowed one drink in the sun on this beach. Jonah decides I'm gonna get up on a chair and start singing Stand By Me. So in front of about two hundred Spanish strangers that had no idea what was going on, Jonah's singing Stand By Me.
0: Incredible. See now I'm telling you, Steve, there is some logic to strapping Jonah to a rocket and sending him out of space. Imagine what that would do for the history of the human race if Jonah was literally the Earth's first contact with extraterrestrial intelligence. He,
2: he'd go, All right?
0: Sorry. <laughs> right. Have you heard this song?
2: <laughs> Have you heard this song? <laughs> and then start singing stand by me. Uh, uh, uh,
0: you've
2: been to Fratellos twice this season and no, there's been karaoke and he sang it twice. <laughs> of oh, course. But it's brilliant. And all the lads buzz off it. And, you know, they all love him. Everyone loves him. So,
0: yeah. Steve, you're doing yourself down, mate. All that, that, mate, you've got at least three stands in that ground that all buzz off you boys. And um, no more so than tonight, mate. You've been absolutely terrific. Hope you enjoyed that. I don't think we've thrown you under a bus, have we?
2: No, it was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. enjoyed it.
0: Well, mate, as always, open invite. Um, hey, listen, you're more than welcome to hang about. We're um, we're just going to have a little chat about Barrow.
2: Cool. Yeah. I'll hang about for a bit. Not oh, too long, though, because it's, what is it? Twenty past ten.
0: It is, mate. If you've got to drop away, you feel free, mate. Um, we are literally just going to wrap up the show by way of a preview of the weekend. Um, firstly, Ty, stakes are high at the start of the season. If you looked at the Fitch list and thought Barrow at home, you wouldn't have necessarily thought this is going to be one of those games where we've got all riding on it, would you?
1: Not at all. But we sort of got our own seven-game playoffs, really, starting at Artie Ball going forward. So it's just win seven and get promotion, or 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 we don't. So hopefully we do it. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely not one that I was looking at when the schedule came out, thinking, yeah, that's a big game.
0: Yeah, I've got, um, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because obviously it's still it's still not in our hands. And if you look at the way the results went last night, you know, you're kind of thinking, bloody hell, that was relentless, a relentless set of results last night. Um, but, I'm, I mean, my only concern, I think, Steve, I'm not a concern necessarily, but I think I said to you, Steve, earlier today, the boys have put in a hell of a shift last night. And... Um, Obviously, they—that's the recovery periods. Not, you know, it's not like they have got a full week to recover. So that would be my only concern. That yeah, I, mean, I think if we're we're all expecting the same level of zip, I mean, it'd be a bloody superhuman effort to put in the same sort of level levels of work rate that I think we saw last night. Um, given that obviously they played the majority, well, majority of the second half with ten men. Um, what? Um, I mean, I'm 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 feeling pretty I'm feeling pretty bullish. I think they're. Um, i'm I'm quite excited to see um phil Brown uh, back in the swing and dug out purely because I think he'll get pelters I don't think any any anywhere near the the levels that um the sharer got but um Tyler have you got any um you got any thoughts about phil Brown coming back
1: Just sort of maybe he sits him down on the pitch this time that's oh, just God. all i wanted when when he came here as gaffer so
0: waggy finger. It again.
2: Just going back to the recovery bit, I think there needs to be a word for the sports science team this year because they've been unbelievable. I mean, the way that they structure their recovery and then, you know, look after the players and in terms of their load and everything else has just been top-notch and it allows the boys to, to recover in the best way so that they're in the best shape for the next game. So, a few of them went in today, had rubs, you know, um, they do Zoom calls when they're on days off. You know, they do yoga, they do all kinds of stuff that, that you know, gets them ready to then perform again the next time. And it's not really something we've had before at the club. Mm. So I think the guys that are in this year doing it, and obviously with only having a 12-day pre-season, to be in the situation we're in, a lot of the credit's got to go to those guys for keeping a 23-man squad, you know, functioning do
0: you know what, by Steve the Bob? stage of the season. Uh, mate, I think that's in, uh, yeah. I mean, it's an it's an absolute timely insight. I mean, from uh, from my point of view, I, I think it was only was it two weeks ago. I was uh, I was engaged in a conversation on Twitter with a few of our fans where I was saying, look, for my money, I was I've been quite forgiving because I I was I, I was, was of your honest opinion our season was over, and um, I just made the point that you just made really. Look, we haven't had a preseason, you know that we've we've been entertained this year. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm disappointed, but I'm satisfied that, you know, they've given everything because for me, I just thought the boys had run out of gas and then they've just found this extra gear. And I mean, okay, late Orion weren't great, but if you look at three of the last four results, I mean, it's it's bloody impressive, blown two sides away and beaten top of the table as well. And to be and put in the shift, I mean, it turned my logic on its head. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm the first one to admit I'm just a humble fan, but blimey. Um, the work rate that we were seeing last last night. Oh, oh my yeah, God, Jonah!
2: Yeah, Jonah's just appeared. Here he is.
0: <laughs> Better late than never, Jonah. eh? <laughs> where is,
2: it? is he? Uh, gone again?
0: <sighs> oh, oh. he's being a slacker. He's just jumped on to see if we're still talking.
2: Yeah, right. And then disappeared again. Good man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, obviously, I'm guessing, Steve, I appreciate some, you know, things you can't say um, and certainly things the gaffer won't thank you for saying. But, um, suffice to say, off the back of last night, they're going to be absolutely buzzing, aren't they, going into Saturday? Got to be expecting oh, yeah. as, as close to a full house as we can expect. Um, what, um, again, another one of those turnarounds, because at the start of the season, if you said to be Barrow at home, I would have been saying, that's a that's an absolute, like, short sure banker for, you know, 7,000 fans in the grand tops um, <laughs> we're going to do that and some on Saturday aren't we
2: yeah I think so I think you're looking at a big crowd again and yeah the boys will be buzzing again as long as like I mean the atmosphere last night was incredible wasn't it? so if that's recreated and then the boys have that energy again then there's no reason why we can't do what we need to do I don't
0: think Tyler do you think we're going to see any changes I won't put Steve in that position
1: Probably just because of the amount of amount of running The, the boys got through on, on Tuesday So yeah. hopefully But Good evening Jonah
2: Took your time
0: We're going to, be, going to be slotting Jonah in at left back Aren't we from what I hear
2: Turn your mic on Jonah He can't play left back Turn your mic on
1: Jonah <laughs> Jonah needs to sing Stand By Me To make up for not being there.
0: That's a good point actually Go Jonah. Jonah, Hello ladies and gentlemen Jonah, the stage is yours. Give us at least one verse. How are you guys? better, better when you start singing.
3: Uh, I've got a toothbrush in my mouth at the minute. I've just uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well use that as your mic, mate. Come on.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've just uh stepped into the bathroom to brush my teeth and uh yeah I've just just made it tonight, so
0: Jonah, thank you for joining us. Um... Nonetheless, we're gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of options. You can yeah. either go with the Oasis Stand By Me or you can go with the Benny King Stand By Me. But the choice oh. is yours. as oh, always Benny King. <laughs>
3: um, when the night
0: has come
3: <laughs> and the land is dark <laughs> and the moon is the only light we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. And darling, darling, stand by me. Whoa,
0: stand by me. Hey. <laughs> Jonah, I, well, I think, I think we've just hit a brand new too. And I know Andrew Horse is listening in and he's thinking that Tyler and that Hanrahan fella have taken re- live broadcasting to a whole different level. And how uh, can I com- how can I compete with
3: that? I tell you what,
0: you should just see my messy
3: face as she just walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was priceless. Uh,
2: Jonah, Jonah, I've told the story of Lamanga, and you uh,
3: sing it. Yeah, that that's
2: where that. this comes from.
3: <clears throat> that was a good. That was probably my favourite one of that doing that song. Actually, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's been a lot of them. Let's be
2: honest.
0: Yeah, that, that was good. That was probably the biggest audience. Yeah. <laughs> so, Johnny, no, we'll how are you. Really, but... how, how you feeling off the back of last night Jonah you must have been absolutely buzzing as well
3: yeah it was brilliant one that couldn't get to sleep after to be honest <laughs> been, been sleeping all day today I um, don't know mate. whether that's the long trip at the weekend or not but
0: I, don't... <laughs> I mean I, I've got to be honest mate I, dro- I drove back to London and I was similar to you by the time I got home um, yeah. I, was, I think I was still up, sort of. I, I was still sat on Twitter about half past two, when I was buzzing. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get off to sleep. Well, I was crazy? It's crazy, crazy after a good winner. Everybody's um, loving it on Twitter. Ah, oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Joe Jonah, I said to Steve, like, obviously you've you've been involved with the club now for a number of years. That, yeah. that's got to be the loud. That's probably put taking Man City to one side because Man City had to to quote Tyler had a kind yeah. of festival feel. Yeah. Um, that has got to be the loudest the County ground has been for, well, for my money. Louder, good, like, make, day maybe e- maybe Exeter. Yeah, that was what I was about to say. Exeter.
3: When Doyler yeah. come
2: back. Yeah. yeah, that
3: was phenomenal, wasn't it? <sighs> that yeah, was when, on
2: the back of your neck, stuff, that.
3: Yeah, when they walked out. Um, i tell you we never one. It wasn't a home game, obviously, but in terms of loudness, Walsall away, my hair's were sticking up at that game. That was incredible. And hopefully it'd be the same again next week. But it'd be better, mate. That oh, was it's got uh, even more. That that was that was loud. But yeah, I'd I'm... say I'd say yesterday was um up there with the Exeter game, minus Man City. Yeah.
0: yeah I true so... Well, listen, I, I don't think the, the players need any encouragement from us, but obviously I, I completely agree with Ty. I think that's gonna be quite some spectacle up in Birmingham. And I think yeah. if um if ever they needed that extra motivation, you know they're, they're going to get a packed house on Saturday, and then obviously they've got the—they'll um, have an absolute armada of Swindon fans um, yeah. filling up Warsaw's ground for them. So um, hopefully that's going to be enough to, to to carry us where we need to go on Saturday. Yeah. But um, Ty, I was—we were just talking about. I was just going to talk about the team, Jo, as you were coming on. Ty, yeah. do you? Do, I won't put you two boys in difficult positions, but Ty, do you anticipate any changes? Got a, a got, well, I've got to have a got couple
1: because right. yeah, they've they've got through a lot of running on, on Tuesday. Um, one thing I can say is I've just found out why, why Dion has his shirt cut. And that's purely because it's a superstition he started at the beginning of his career. Why you just start randomly cutting your shirt, I'm, I'm not quite sure. But if it works, it works, I guess. Interesting. How did and, you find um, that out, Ty? Um, I, I, I thought I'll take it upon myself. And just DM and ask. <laughs> Quite simple. Brilliant. Good for you. So, yeah, that, that's why. I can't believe you aren't asked to be thirsty. You've been working I out just do that. it,
2: mate. He, but he, whenever he gives me the shirt, it's like, oh, we got five minutes until warm-up. I'm like, yeah, just give it here. Give me a pair of scissors. And I'll just chop it, and then we're done. Right. And then we're out, and we're, you know. It's not like he asked me a week prior, and then I'm like, oh, why do you do this? We don't really have the conversation. He just throws the shirt at me and the pair of scissors and goes, Gone. And I chop
3: oh, it up. You never let Jonah give it a go. Jonah? Tell hey, you what, uh, Steve can't cut two socks at the same level. That's all I'm saying. There's two Got little
2: socks.
1: <laughs> force a fight no, between look, the he, kit men he, over socks.
3: He does
2: something else all evening, right? <laughs> Let's me sit here answering all these questions. Then when it's done. Bob, in he comes, starts running a batter me. Get Jojo on here, mate.
0: Go on, he'll help you out.
1: We get Tom on as well.
0: Yeah, get Tom on. Oh. Yeah, Jojo. Well, Tom it, it's Wallacott. Not, it's not all come on and sing your songs. And, you know, Steve's done the R graph tonight, mate. You've just did them How take all the glory. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I, I bet Jonah found out that, that Jojo's got a twin brother. No, I, I do
3: not know.
2: His Is name's it? Tom. He works at BMW, mate, on motorbikes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that why yeah, Jojo's I got a BNW? I reckon it could be. <laughs> Tom, yeah, Jonah. We've literally that—that that was a revelation to the to the three of us, mate. Before you came on as well. But um, thanks to <laughs> thanks to Joe Vincent, we have learned that Jojo has a twin brother, and his name's Tom. And why he, he, he does—he does look a bit like Jojo as well.
3: Oh, it's not identical, though.
0: Now, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's identical, but see. See, not that I'm going to try and back out of sending you the hoodie, Joe, but I did say I want evidence of him being a goalkeeper. And you haven't quite delivered that. But, you know, listen, I'm a charitable fella, so I'll look after you. But, yeah, Jonah, there's a task for you. Does Tom Woolacott play in goal? Is he a cat?
3: I'm going to ask him tomorrow.
1: Mm. Jonah, did you also know that Odemayo has a Pikachu tattoo?
2: Whereabouts? It's on his left arm, mate. Again, uh, every day is a school day, mate.
3: Yeah, I never knew that. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking I, tomorrow. Yeah, I knew he had a 99 on his arm.
1: Yeah, but... He's got Pikachu as well, unless he's had it removed, which I'll be very disappointed with.
3: I'll also look for that tomorrow. Players will be finding it weird tomorrow. I mean, look at them. <laughs> yeah. As- yeah, There's <laughs> all sorts of stuff.
2: Another <laughs> question, Jonah, is who's the hairiest player?
3: Um, what what do you world. think my
2: answer was? Quick. What? Um.
3: <sighs> Harriest ever players? Michael Doughty. I can't really think of any. This no, year. it's not.
2: <sighs> Brett Pitman, mate.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, of course it is. <laughs> what? You, yeah, but was that your answer?
2: Yeah, because there, no, there is there any this year?
3: No, they're all like you when they shave their legs. Um... Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah.
2: At least I've got some legs. I'll poke clean a boy. <laughs> Get in the gym. Don't forget leg
3: day. <clears throat> no, there isn't really any hairy boys this year, is there? No. No, it oh, actually God. isn't. Which is weird. There's always one normally.
0: So no, we're we, no. Yeah. So you're not you're not finding yourself. I'm um, having to un, unblock the uh the shower drains. <laughs> no, it sounded be... like sounded like Brett was maybe delivering that sensation for you last season.
3: Yeah, he was. Very, he was hairy. He was. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, whatever questions did I
3: miss out on? Oh, um, you you missed them absolutely. One,
0: one of one of them, Lejona, has led to you being strapped to a rocket and sent to space. As the uh, planet Earth's first contact with um, extraterrestrial life.
2: And you're going to go, all right, sorry. And then start singing Stand By Me. You're right.
3: You're right. You're right. Sorry. Well, here's,
0: here's one for you. So, so Espirito de Cadiz and all that, gentlemen. Steve, Jonah, have you got any questions for Tyler, myself, or anyone else in the Town Fat Base that you might want to ask? All right. Because it's fair to say that Cads caught me proper left field when he started asking us questions.
2: I think he came prepared, did he?
0: <laughs> I think he did.
2: Yeah, he was on. He was listening a minute ago. He seems to have gone since Jonah came on.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah he I love. Well, he, I've probably been speaking to him too much. He probably.
2: Yeah, he probably went. Oh my god, he's here again.
3: <laughs> um, I can't even think of it. I ate it. When <laughs>
2: Oh. Got on then. Um Hannah's favourite Swindon shirt 1989-1990 uh,
0: Goalkeeper shirt Fair enough
3: If you yeah. could relive This is both of you To answer If you could relive any Swindon game That you've been to again What would it be and why Or
2: oh. That's hmm.
1: that's a proper tough one. I mean, my my answer for favourite kit, Steve, it would have to be the uh, nice nice like sponge potato print, whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. the, the one the one that uh, Hunty, Hunty wore a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah,
2: that
1: one, proper proper classy kit. But in terms
3: of
2: that's hanging for... in the kit room, signed by Glen Hoddle, by the way. Or. Nice, oh,
1: nice
3: no, double decent. So. You'll see that one next week.
2: Yes, I will, son.
0: Steve, I could tell you a story actually about um, emotional connections to kits. I'll ever tell you the story about. Um, so basically, I um, I decided to um, take a job with a competitor company um, approximately one week before four four two decided to announce the sponsorship of my beloved Swindon Town. And my first day on the job, I got the the publishing director because three of us basically used to run the brand. You had a publishing director, an editor, and I ran all the commercials. And the publishing director sent me um, a he sent me a text and went, "Have you got got your new email, mate?" And I went, "Yeah." And then he basically sent me the press release before it went off to the BBC, and and he literally just like because if you imagine all I used to talk about was Swindon Town in the office. So we we had had conversations about sponsoring clubs, and the, the talk back then was we were going to sponsor either Scunthorpe, ironically, or Brighton. And I was going, I was making a case for Swindon. And they were like, Nah, 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 because I, I basically I just overexposed the club, and, and there was always a reason not to. And anyway, once when I left, they just decided it would be epic banter to get them sponsor Swindon. So um, they did they did a um, did a, a bit of a swifty with um, swift deal with the club. And then announced it on my first day working for a competitor. Suffice to say, nine months later, I was back in uh, back in four four two. So I do have an emotional attachment to the the red and white Lotto from the Danny Wilson Lovely. era because it's got yeah. that nice little story attached to it. Yeah, no, oh, it's a good kit, Very good kit. Oh. And reliving a game—that's an <laughs> easy one for me. It would be—I'd love to go back and experience. With my forty-five-year-old head on, um, the '93 playoff final, because I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I appreciated it the way I should have. Mainly because, as a kid, I was still recovering from the merciless bullying I suffered after the uh, two division demotion in '89-'90. And yeah. I would just love to experience that Glenn Hoddle goal because I can still picture it in my head, but I'd love to experience that again. And that was just bunkers. Like, that whole game was just yeah,
2: that's, bananas. That's weird, isn't it? Imagine going back and going there again, but at the age right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, Imagine yeah, that, that'd be so crazy. It, I, I was, think that's,
2: How yeah. old was I? Eight? I think I was eight. Um, at that game. I wasn't then, even
1: thought of, so... That, that's, then, that went in perspective.
2: That'd be mad, wouldn't it? Because at eight, eight year old, I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? I was there. Two, I, I was mean?
0: 15, Steve. Right, like, and... Not, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of very, very kind of intelligent football thinkers at 15 years of age. But I just think with the the 30 year kind of perspective, um, yeah. you know, and an understanding of football, your perspective changes on life. And I, I just love to. I think I would cherish that game so much more now, knowing because back then it was like the only way's up for Swindon Town, and it felt like we were we were a club that was just gonna. Get up and and I hope that we would get up and stabilize because that was I just saw everything so rose tinted, and I think I'd just make so much more of it now. I think I'd appreciate it. I'd savor it more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What about you two boys? See, I mean, I appreciate you said turning questions on us, but what about you guys? Like, whether from a from a pitch side point of view, oh. is there is there a game you'd love to go back and in job for, for the whole piece, including the band what, with the boys? In, in terms of
2: like in the job.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, Plymouth away.
3: Yeah, oh, magic. All the ten games we missed at the end of that season. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'd like to go back um, and do them.
3: Nah, um, that didn't happen. Um,
2: or Northampton maybe. Northampton away when Lloyd scored his header, and you know that was the night where we were like, "Do you know what? We're going to win this league."
0: Yeah. That yeah. special it? That Doyle cross was absolutely delicious.
2: Yeah. And Leiden scored a header. I mean, how often does that happen? For Leiden scoring, how often does that happen? <laughs> but no, that, that Plymouth game was something special because we ended up yeah. in the crowd with the fans and it was and like went all the scores and Yates he runs all the way down and you know, we're all yeah. in the crowd together giving it one. It's,
3: and yeah. the fans room after was good that yeah. game. Yeah, it was buzzing.
2: Oh, 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 there's another one isn't there. There's Oxford away last year.
3: Yeah. That From was... our
2: point of view, that was incredible.
3: I was nearly in tears. That was that was mad. You had
2: certain members of their staff starting on certain members of our staff.
3: Yeah,
2: and yeah, you had me just standing there going, "Is this happening? What's going on here?" Yeah, I will... just stood in the middle of it all going, "What's yeah. happened?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> will, and then will, you know will it Fettler gave it that little edge. That. Like, will yeah. was very very open about what happened there. Oh, will. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and walking Man. out of there so smug.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Because it's it's, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, like you, we know that there's there's needle, you know, because obviously you have got the support of rivalry and whatnot. But I mean, it really came to the to the fore that just how strong the rivalry is off the pitch as well. Um, in terms of you know how how the how some of the some of their staff. Some some of the things that we heard. I mean, it was it's pretty unsavoury stuff. Um,
2: we were locked out when we got there. So we got we got to the ground, there was nobody there, and then they eventually let us in and we had to wheel our stuff from the van all the way through the stadium and you know, to the change room, it was quite a distance, and then we got to the change room and it was locked. And then nobody had a key, miraculously, nobody had a key to let us in. So we stood in the corridor with all of our stuff for a good half an hour. And they went to the change rooms. Oh my god! But we won, so
3: I love yes, it. Yes, we did.
0: And now, and, now, and, now that, and now that event has got a, a, a pseudo radio show named after it. That's, there you go. <laughs> that's how big it was. <laughs> what it was um, so obviously Broadley came on and told us a story about that game from his perspective. Have you got any memories of Broadley that night and? Um, Sort of observations of him, having obviously scored his goal. And because he was, like, he, he he explained what it was like sitting on the bench, and then obviously getting called in and going up top. But yeah, well,
2: we all thought he was going on to go at the back, and we are all thinking, well, "What's going on here? Why are we making a defensive side? And then he went up front, and we we're like, "Oh, all oh, right, oh, okay."
3: He was buzzing when he when we got back to the ground and all the fans. So I remember when me and me and Steve were in the van, about and that we d- video, isn't it? Yeah, we d- was... we drove we drove into the ground, and we were like, "What?" Obviously, we we had heard online that there was some fans there and then we drove in and we were like, what? And then me and Steve were out there starting chants, and then they got back on the coach and Brodie was loving it, wasn't he?
2: And the, the video of Brody when he goes up to the fans, I'm actually filming it. Yeah. I've got his hand in my phone and I'm filming the video.
3: We were out <laughs> there. Was
2: it, was just, he, it was just a mad night. A mad he, was,
3: he was lapping that up. He loved, he loved that. It.
2: Of course he did. Who wouldn't?
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, 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 you were saying a bit about Plymouth, Steve. Yeah. What was? What, have you got any overriding stories from that night? Like things that really well, stick in your head that made that so memorable?
2: Yeah. Well, we obviously thought it was going to be Doyler's last last game. Do you know what I
3: mean? I remember being in a service station on the way back, and he was like obviously buzzing with the game. And I remember just standing there. We were like getting some food in the service station. He was like gutted because he knew like a couple of days later he was going to go back. Yeah. I think he already knew at that point. I think everyone sort of knew that he was gonna be yeah. called back.
2: Yeah, he knew he was going back. But yeah. what a mad
3: month that was, like Jerry getting called back, Hallam coming in and scoring, and then that that game when they both come back that we were just on about just yeah, there. Exactly. That was yeah. a crazy but month that.
2: And after the game at Plymouth, so obviously we think it's gonna be his last game. So we were like, Oh, you know, let's get a photo of the three of us and we're in the showers getting this selfie with Owen Doyle. It's just, like, the weirdest thing. Like, But now that photo is up in the kit room. And, you know, it's been everywhere, that photo. So, yeah, that like, we thought it was going to be his last day, and we were like, look, don't just go, like, without saying goodbye. Like, you know, come and see us before, before people leave. Him. And he took all his stuff, thinking fully that it was his last last hurrah you know yeah. and then he come back which was incredible
0: that was still that still ranks as one of my um top 5 Swindon Town memories that that week when the boys came back um was absolutely brilliant and that's uh, the video that Hookie filmed of um, yeah. of doyler in the office and you know the the bit the big bromance reunited yeah. that was that was incredible and i think um it was so well managed all those comms like going into the exeter game um, and I think that contributed to that to, um, to that atmosphere. It was like, brilliantly done, absolutely brilliantly done. Agreed. Right, then, boys. So um, you're both feeling pumped. Clearly, give us the um, give give the boys all of our best ahead of Saturday. I'm sure you will. And then, um, of course, we look forward to seeing you next week for the inaugural Sir Tom Broadbent Lounge Awards. Yeah, the on big Tuesday one night. The big one. The big one. So, um, we've got, we got the boys popping in, uh, collect their various awards, of which we've got... Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, 15 or 16?
1: Uh, I want to say 16, but I have 18 frames. So, if we come up with two in the meantime, we can figure something out.
0: Now, that's just because I'm the clumsiest man in the world. I'm about to break at least two of them. But... Um... Yeah, so we look forward to that. Obviously, um, for the benefit of the listeners, the um, we're going to be live from the county ground kit room on Tuesday of next week from six pm. Um, we, um, yeah, sixteen awards. I'll uh, be speaking to a few of the lads. Uh, kindly said that they're going to be coming in having a chat with us about their season, um, and obviously the nature of their award. Um, they don't actually know that they've they've won awards yet, which is obviously really positive. Um, and we might have a few surprises lined up as well. So um, keep them peeled. On Saturday, Ty, um, do you want to say a bit about what we're doing on Saturday? Uh, you probably know more than me, so... Well, we're going to be broadcasting to Tom Broadbent Lounge live from uh, the Cricket Club, the Great Western Reds uh, end of season barbecue. Um, so Tyler and I are going to be there in person. So do come over and say hello. Hello. Um, It'll be a nice little souvenir for you at the end of the season. Um, get your voice on the show. We will be recording it. Um, and it'll be brilliant to uh, get your thoughts on, on your personal journeys of the season. So don't be a stranger. If you see um, a, a wee, almost 18-year-old um, and a big, fat, bald bloke walking about with a suspicious-looking hoodie, on. come say hello. Uh, and don't be put off by the fact I'm walking around talking into my phone, because that's just how this tech works. Um, so we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Um I think that wraps us up quite nicely, Ty. How was that for you?
1: Oh, uh, uh, that was double decent, son. Double decent.
0: What a terrific couple of lads. Joni, you go back on, on mute, mate, or jump off, because I'm going to say lots of nice things about you both. <laughs>
2: I want to hear it. Go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing you haven't heard before, boys. Be in the heart of our football club, lads. Keep it up. It's is. Always good seeing smiling faces on the pitch um, and off the pitch. It's always great to in you on a Saturday. Um, and, yeah, really, really looking forward to um, uh, Tuesday. Um, a very, very, very busy nerve-biting now. Uh, sorry, nerve nerve-racking now. biting a couple of weeks ahead. And uh, I wish all that sail in the good ship. HMS Piss the League. At the very, very, very best of luck for Saturday. Um, Tyler, take care of yourself. I'll catch up with you in a couple of days, no doubt. All Our- right.